was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. You stupid monkey. Here we go. Welcome to Shaken Not Noob, episode 16, the podcast that gets up, clicks a pen, and yells right, A, right, left, left, right, right bumper, right, left, A, Y. Or, in other words, you are invincible. <laughs> that is the invincible cheat code for Grand Theft Auto V. Oh, wow. Oh, so we're telling people now. Okay, that's good. All right. Yeah, it's nice. See, some James Bond fans will get that. Some Grand Theft Auto fans will get that. <laughs> and most people won't get it. <laughs> I'm your host, Didi Dutrum, and with me, as always, for a 16 nil strikeout rate is the Fuzzy Dan. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> that's that's my new thing now. <laughs> it's hello, it's howdy, and it's a blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. I'm... Charlie Brown's like the adults in the Charlie Brown world. How are you, Fuzzy? I'm very well, sir. I'm a bit blurry-eyed because I've been up late, late, late this week playing all sorts of games. Well, yes, today's date is Friday the 15th of February. Yes, it absolutely is. (laughs) And we have a little bit of gaming news to go through. Only two pieces of gaming news. We have two questions and, as well, two Canem 2 reviews. Woo! Alrighty then. Well, the first piece of gaming news that I've got is Geralt. You know Geralt of Rivia? I do. What's he from? He's from Rivia. (laughs) 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 He's from the Witcher games. I, I should know this because I bought... The uh, the Witcher three the b- the big DLC pack on the on the weekend yep. it was on sale for seventeen dollars on PC that's amazing so I got that and it's awesome. He's also now apparently coming to Monster Hunter World, which is pretty <laughs> cool and it sort of makes sense. Is it? Yeah. My my one question to you in re- response to that news yes. is why why <laughs> cross platform uh, cross promotion. I mean they never stop to ask if they should do this. They realise, hey, we can, but why? Like, it's just <laughs> now you're weird. stamping it, and then you're selling it, and you're selling it. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's really, really cool, because the, the, the premise of Monster Hunter World is, of course, hunting monsters that are providing a threat to uh, the nat- natural wildlife or to, to you or to your city. Um, and that is what the Witcher is. That's what a Witcher is. That's exactly what a Witcher is, yes. Yeah. So you can now play as Geralt, and it's actually pretty cool, because in Monster Hunter World, as you know, you've got... Uh, I've forgotten the actual name of them, but the little cats... Following you around as your sort of companion, they'll heal Cat you. Cat people, yes. Yep, they heal you, they give you ammo, all that sort of stuff. You get the same thing with Geralt, and he has a pretty cool interaction with his one. Oh, really? Does he fuck it? Because he fucks <laughs> everything else in the Witcher game. <laughs> but uh, with previously Monster Hunter World, we've gotten some Devil May Cry DLC as well. Yeah. Um, so you can dress your character up like Dante, and yeah, so we're getting the Witcher. There you go. Well, he's, he's made a couple of appearances in games this year. Um, he's also appeared in Soul, the Soul Calibur game mm. that came out um, yeah, at the end of 2018. Yes. I say this year, in the last calendar year. Yes. Uh, yeah. So he's, he's been in two other games that aren't his own, which is really interesting. Wonder if we'll get him in Mortal Kombat. Maybe. Should. Wow, that'd be... I don't know. Soul Calibur and Mortal Kombat, it's a bit, a bit much. Mm, better off a Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. The Shaggy <laughs> memes are going everywhere. <laughs> I like it. I like that idea. Uh, the other piece of news we've got is 25 million people have played Apex. What? Yep. Because they got a million in the first day, uh, like million, consecutive users. Ten million in the first three days, and yeah. now twenty-five million in under a week. Ooh, shit! Fortnite, watch out! Watch out, Polly Polly! I did. I did uh, give Paul some homework for for next week's Fortnite. Fortnite, comparing yes. Apex to this. Um, and he, of course, knows that this is my favourite uh, Battle Royale game. And I messaged him during the week saying, I won my first 
round of Battle Royale. It was with Mr. Zachary Parsons and the goon himself. Yeah. We came first. I actually got up off my couch and cheered like, fuck yes! To the point where Mom goes, <laughs> what are you cheering about? And I'm like, I, I want to... It's a re-. computer game thing. <laughs> well, she hears a lot of fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> in the back room when I'm playing like Siege or something like that. But just me cheering, like, yes! And it comes up with the kill cam of me getting someone in the head with a rifle. I'm like, oh. Yeah, you save that for the spank bank. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, I will say this game, I, I've not had a chance to go back to it since we talked about it last week. Yep. Um, I, I really enjoyed playing it when I did. I can't wait to get back on it yep. when I've got some free time up my sleeve. But it's so much fun. It's just crushing everything at the moment. Everybody's really enjoying it. There was a really slow start because no one knew what the fuck was going on. And now everybody's on board. So... Yeah, I don't know, man. We might we might be picking up some of those Fortnite numbers. It's got some good quality of life improvements that none of the other Battle Royale games have as well, which is quite yeah. interesting. So, hmm. Mm, interesting. interesting. But Fuzzy, we have been playing two games. We have. So, Joss. who would like to go first? Uh, let, let's go with yourself. <laughs> Most freshly in the mind. Most freshly in the mind. Yes. Uh, so, thanks to Capcom Australia, we were given a copy of Resident Evil 2. Shout out. And holy crap. <laughs> okay, now you are wearing brown pants today, so that's it. <laughs> I am. <laughs> they were white. Um, uh, my, essentially, my only experience with actually playing a Resident Evil game is when it first came out, Resident Evil 5, Tom and I stayed up all night playing about 90% of the game, and then we just got bored and wandered off. Yeah. Uh, and then I actually finished Resident Evil 7, and the entire time playing those Resident Evil games, I went, Resident Evil is zombies, traditional shambling zombies you get bitten and you turn to a zombie so traditionals yeah and uh, we'll, we'll give it a copy of Resident Evil 2 we said who wants it and I thought oh, fuck it, I'll give it a crack yeah why not <laughs> and it is outstanding it starts at 10 yeah and just works its way up goes to 11 at least <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, the story of Resident Evil 2 is if you haven't played it back in 1998 you play as either Leon Kennedy or Claire Redfield yep and uh, essentially you're trapped in the police station in Raccoon City trying to find a way out okay that's, that's the the spoiler free story of the game sure and the very start of the game, you are at a police station, and essentially, you know, you go to a police station, you start filling up your, your vehicle. I played as Leon. You get out of your car, and you realize the lights are off in the in the, the shop of the petrol station. You walk in. There's just the guy holding his neck, leaning against the wall, like, going, uh, someone needs help in there, go in there. And then you get a, a scene of a zombie at eating someone's neck and just the, the high graphic details. And I'm playing this with the <laughs> lights off. Why Why would you see that? There's, there's, no there's no other play resonant. I mean, come on. No, lights on, middle of the day, all of the doors in the house closed. <laughs> <laughs> so we're playing this with lights off, yeah. middle of the night, and Mr. Johnson was with me while we were playing this one because I ain't playing that by myself. Oh, no. You needed somebody to hold you. <laughs> and hand. just the zombie like coming up and ripping this guy's neck out. And then it's like, cool, start. It's literally two seconds of this is how you move, this is how you open a door, zombie. And then from there, it does not stop. It does not give up. It does not let down anything. It is, it is like running on a treadmill and you have to keep up. But it is the, the satisfaction of actually keeping up with the treadmill. It's outstanding. It's Just cool. barely. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's outstanding. It's great. There's, you know, the, my only negative uh, that I have with this game and out of the entire game, this is a minor negative, is zombies require, traditional zombies require three, between three to five headshots. To actually kill that's, them. That's stupid. Like, like, 
I, I've had this problem with um, with some other things. We'll talk about it in the uh, the upcoming Shake and Not Nerd episode about like bullets and things like that, and people being bullet sponges. I, I just have a real problem with people not understanding the power of a bullet, mm. and like like a, a head will disintegrate in with one to two shots. Yep, like three to five shots to kill a zombie, like in the head. No, 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 it's, no, no. It, it's it's very interesting. There is a. a uh, the, the way the game works is apparently you can shoot a zombie in the body and actually knock them down and keep them down. Yeah. Which I don't necessarily agree with. The only way to take out a zombie is shoot them in the head. We even got that line in the Resident Evil movie, severe spinal injury or brain trauma. Yeah. Which is everyone fucking knows it. Or you go with the Zombieland rule and the double tap. And yeah. You, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But that's double tap. That means two shots. That's all it should ever be. Yep. Yeah. So it's the. When you when you arrive to the police station, because you you sort of have to run to a police station from a car crash. Yeah. Uh, you can dodge a lot of the zombies because they're quite slow. They're shambling, and there's a there's a bit of distance between them, so you can just sort of duck and weave through them. Sure. But one of the points in the game where the zombies actually start to attack the police station is they can actually smash themselves through the windows and fall through the windows, oh. and you actually have to board up the windows. You actually have to find wooden planks and nails and board up the windows. So if you don't board up the windows. More zombies just keep coming in. Mm. So you might clear an entire corridor and go, and you look at the map, and it will say, you know, the map is actually very interesting. It'll go red on your mini map, on not your mini map, but it'll go red if there's stuff to collect. Yeah, uh, and it will go blue if there's stuff that's fr- uh, that there's nothing there. Yeah. So it'll say blue, there's nothing there. You'll go in there to just sort of get to the next room beyond it or whatever, and then you're like, why are there five zombies in here? I didn't board up a window. <laughs> so it gets very, very interesting in that regards. Yeah, a little and bit intense. Okay. Yeah. And the first time zombies start crashing through the windows, the lights go off, the power goes out, you've only got your flashlight, you've got six bullets in your pistol, and you're shooting a zombie multiple times in the head, and you just go, he's not going, he's not staying down. <laughs> you go down now. <laughs> <laughs> but having played something like Dead Space, you get used to, you know, first time walking into a room and go, there's a body on the ground. I'm going to knife it to make sure because you can <laughs> use your, your, your knife as a, as a safety yeah. as well as you can use it uh, if you get s- sort of to, to check if body's dead. So if a zombie grabs you, if a liquor grabs you. <laughs> what a way to check if a body's dead. I'm just going to fucking stab this dude and see what happens. It's, it's kind of strange. You can't sort of kick or you can't like swing your arms or like, yeah, dead space style, like melee yeah. attack like that. Yeah. But if a zombie grabs you, you can stick the knife into the neck or if Mr. X grabs you, you can stick the knife into his hand. Uh, but. You have a breakable knife, so yeah. you, essentially you're going up and you're just knifing bodies to make sure they don't move because they'll go and get up. Yeah. So it's it's outstanding. It's it's a I love this game. I cannot put it down, but it's also one of those things of like I'm scared to go into the next room. <laughs> and once Mr. X is involved in the game, there are no safe havens. So so this is the big bad guy from the game, right? The big evil baddie. He's like the hunter from Dead Space. If you've never played Resident Evil before, he essentially he just keeps coming. The only way to... Just keeps coming, coming, <laughs> coming. The only way to get around him is you shoot him a couple times in the head and he'll stun, or you can throw a stun grenade at his foot, or if you do enough damage to him, he actually drops and takes a knee for about 15 seconds and you just book it. Oh, okay. So the uh, the interesting thing is, as the game keeps going, of course, as you're not going in through the, the normal corridors or rooms that you're normally going into that you might need to backtrack to it later, yeah. the liquors will go into the room. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> Essentially venom or carnage, but they can't see you, they can only hear you, and the problem is... When you shoot your gun, the liquor will go, there's noise over there. But shooting your gun alerts Mr. X where you are. Ooh. So you'll be shooting, you know, liquors or you'll be shooting a couple zombies in the room and then you'll just start hearing these heavy, heavy footsteps and he just comes through a door and you're like, fuck. 
I've not got, I've, this bullshit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's gotten to points where there's two liquors in one corridor. I'm surrounded. Yeah. And Mr. X just opens the door and comes in. And I'm like, oh, mother. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> wow. It's it's an outstanding, outstanding game. My only gripe is, of course, the, the multiple headshots. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I, as we, as you can see on the YouTube video of the, uh, the Resident Evil 2 review, I felt like uh, Nicolas Cage in Face Off. Just, I kept trying to shoot them and they went <laughs> fucking dying. Um, even to the point where there were multiple times where Ian and I were playing this, we shot a zombie in the head multiple times. They, they hit the ground, they're dead. They're not moving, we're knifing them, they're not moving. We came back into the room 20 minutes later and it's crawling around the room. You're like, why won't you die? <laughs> Just die. Uh, it, it's a five out of five game for me. It's, it's oh, wow. honestly outstanding. It is, it is the, the the game for January, I reckon, and I'll I'll remember this when it comes to the game of the year at the end of the year. All right, I'll hold you to that. Um, I, I will ask, like, how did the mechanics stack up? Because you know, obviously, old game, yep, you know, redone. Do they keep a lot of the mechanics, or are they? Uh, is it like they've reimagined? They've, how they've you reimagined. They've changed some things here and there. So. Some of the story scenarios are a little different from the original game in 1998. Sure. But the, the overall arching story is the same. And, uh, the, of course, as you can see from videos, the camera for Resident Evil 2 on uh, the original PlayStation is a fixed camera angle. So you have to sort of walk towards the camera or away from it or whatever it is. Yeah. And this one sort of follows like uh, a little bit like your Uncharted or your Resident Evil 4 that's come out previously where it's an over back behind the shoulder, which is a bit more... Fear intensifying because you can't see what's around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike previous Resident Evil games. And the sound design and the music in this game, I'd be fine, but my hands would be shaking like I don't want to go in there. And then from that, <laughs> I'm missing headshots. I'm wasting ammo. Yeah. It's it's a brilliant, brilliant game. I, I highly recommend picking up a copy of this. Even if you're if you like The Walking Dead or if you like uh, Zombie games zombies in general. In general yeah. Resident Evil is out even if you played the original one, play this one again. It is it's it's the benchmark of what remakes and remasters should now be. Move over Crash Bandicoot. This is outstanding. What do you mean move over Crash Bandicoot? That was, <laughs> that was, that was okay. It was just, you know. All right, move, move over the original Gears of War. That was a, uh, a complete remaster. But I mean, I think we need to find a better standard for remakes. But yes, we, well, I understand we do. where you're Resident Evil 2. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's it's. Oh, I just can't get enough of it. Okay, awesome. Yeah. That's great, man. I'm excited to, uh, to hear... More about that, um, you can go over to our YouTube channel, yep. check out your video review uh, and see some of yep. the, uh, the game, in-game footage. And it's, it's got three multiple, st- sort of three to four multiple stories. So you finish it once with either Claire or Leon. Yeah. Once you go back to the main menu, if you finish that run-through, it'll go second run-through as the, the opposing character. Or if you're IGN, play both characters once and then complain about it. So <laughs> That was big. <laughs> but if you, if you finish the campaign as Leon, you'll get a second run-through option in the menus to play as Claire. Yeah. Once you finish those, you play as another character who, without going into spoilers, says sort of them. Oh. It's kind of cool. Yeah, nice. The uh, it's 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 a great game. The zombie dogs, the uh, the lickers, the G virus. The first time you fight the G virus is, wow. Like uh, we were recording at the time when we fought the the first time we fought the the G monster. Yeah. And our game recording stopped on the on it like jittered and went pixelated. Oh But no. the game was still working fine. I'm like. I'm screaming, I'm yelling, I don't know what I'm doing like this. <laughs> this fear incarnate screaming into the microphones and yeah, it's it's great. Once uh you gotta play it. Oh well, I will definitely check this out. Yeah. But Fuzzy Dan, you've been playing something that comes out today. I have. I sure have, buddy. Thank you very much to now you say Ubisoft. I'm an Ubisoft kind of guy, okay. so yeah. I'll say Ubisoft because it's easier to say. <laughs> Thank you, Ubisoft, uh, for sending us through a new copy of Far Cry New Dawn. 
So, Judy, pretty good. <laughs> Judy, I will ask you straight off the bat: Have you played Far Cry Five? Yes, <clears throat> that's good because if you haven't, and I finished it as well, <laughs> because if you haven't, this game is going to be very, very fucking confusing for you. Yeah, because <laughs> okay, so it's pretty much a full DLC pack. It's like okay. Far Cry Five; they've taken the exact same area and. Spoilers for the end of Far Cry 5, so just warning you right now if you don't want to know. Yep. Don't pick up New Dawn because it spoils it out in the first two seconds. Uh, but spoilers right now, it uh, a nuclear bomb goes off at the end and destroys the world and whatever. And people are hiding in bunkers and essentially New Dawn starts by people coming out of bunkers and mm. you know, repopulating the planet. So everything's the exact same except like pink flowers everywhere and mutant animals. Mutant animals. Yes, mutant animals. So they, okay. they come at you all the time. Yeah. And you know they're mutant animals because they've got soft glowing bits all over them. So Oh, okay. So a bear will take like fifty shots in the head like 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 nothing. Yeah. But you hit him in his belly and he goes down immediately. I don't mind that aspect. Really though, because like I was like I I, I was fighting off this okay, it wasn't a bear this time, it was a bison. Mutant bison. Okay, yep. And uh, essentially, like, it was coming at me. I get, you know, bison's got thick heads and all the rest of it. But I was literally shooting this thing in the head with a high-powered rifle, and it was doing next to no damage. And then all of a sudden, it uh, turns around. It's got, like, a soft, you know, glowing underbelly. So I shoot it in that, and it does, like, all of the damage. Like, takes off a quarter of its health. It's like, it was just really bizarre to have that as the, like, the weak point. But headshots do nothing. So... don't necessarily mind that because, as you said, it's a, it's a, it's similar esque to uh, Fallout. It's a nuclear it's a nuclear Fallout, so yeah. things yeah, have yeah. genetically changed. So I don't necessarily mind that. Yeah, no. Look, I can understand. I, I just particularly didn't enjoy that because it just felt like it was, I suppose, unbalanced yeah. to an extreme. So they specifically mentioned it as part of like the you know the starting game. Go out there and you shoot these people, you know, the animals in these parts, and that will do lots of damage. But yeah. it just seemed a little bit weird that they would make that so overpowered as com- by comparison to headshots. Anyway, we're focusing on one real small area of this game. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, b- same as Far Cry Five, they're using the the same engine, uh, the same story. I won't spoil a lot of the story because there are spoilers from that. But I'll just say that a lot of the story from Far Cry Five carries over and to Far Cry New Dawn, even yep. though it's set 17 years in the future. So that's why I recommend definitely playing 5 before you play this. because And, and 5, compared to, to Far Cry 3, is considered as one of the best Far Cry games because yes. of the character of Voss. Yeah. Uh, and the, the character of Joseph Seed in Far Cry 5 was sort of a... He was a cult leader, but he was very, very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He could... I can't remember. I don't even know. Super fucking psychotic and crazy. So yeah, he's super psychotic and crazy, but he's very manipulative. He's oh yeah, very good at talking. Um, Charismatic not- psychopath. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I'm interested to see what happened to the character you play as in Far Cry Five. If they're mentioned at all, or if they're shown, because in Far Cry, I, I, this is a question I have. Yeah. In Far Cry Five. When you start the game, you get to choose what your character looks like, his outfits, his clothing. Do yeah. you get to do that in Far Cry New You Dawn? do. Yep. yep. Same customization options. My guy's pretty awesome. Can He's you have a beard? A that was my big gripe with Far oh, Cry yeah. 5. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't have a beard in Far Cry 5. Mate, I have the most magnificent mullet in this game and a little uh, little mustache as well. He's he's ready for action, this Jesus. bug. 
Look, I, I think one of the biggest strengths of Far Cry, and, and has been since 3, well, actually has been since right at the start, yep. is the story. The story is always great. They've got amazing villains in these games. They're always a lot of fun. So I don't really want to go into too much detail on that because mm-hmm. I think as its core strength, it's also its core weakness because you can't really talk about it without spoiling it. Yep. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy. I want people to experience it the way it should be yep. and going to see it for the first time. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of carryover from the previous game uh, that, that makes it interesting. So I think, yeah, as a companion piece, as a DLC, it would have been really great. Yep. I honestly don't know if there's enough, though, as a, like a standalone game. It feels like they've not done a, either enough different or enough work on this one to actually warrant it going, hey, this is a new original game that's worth 70 bucks. It's actually only going for 60 I think. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it is on the cheaper end. But do you think this would do better if you got a copy of Far Cry New Dawn? Yes, it was $60, but it came with a copy of Far Cry 5. Totally great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would pay 70 bucks, get the, the, like a twin pack or something like that. Yeah. I think they need to do that. They did the same thing with, I think it was Far Cry 4 and uh, Primal. Yes. Uh, that, that came out. They, they, they do twin packs of those as well. Yep. I like those because that was very much like a, it felt like a DLC, but it was a new world and new things that were going on. Yeah. So same engine, same idea, but like they just reskinned everything. Yeah. Fantastically done. A lot of fun. This, I don't feel like there's enough different to warrant it being on its own. This is also the first time in a Far Cry series that the, the main antagonist isn't a male character because with all the previous Far Cry games, if I'm not mistaken, it's always been this, a crazy male character, someone who is incredibly rich yeah. or uh, crazy, a, an influencer. Yeah. And this time it, it's... <laughs> an influencer. <laughs> like oh, on Je- like, you know, Instagram and shit. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, but one of those Jenner people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's sort of one of those people who can manipulate and influence people like Joseph Seed. Yeah. But this time around, it's, it's uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's the first time they've gone with two female leads and they seem completely badass compared to everyone else. They certainly are and they, they let you know almost straight away and Far Cry does uh, some great intro scenes where it's like we're going to let you know who the fuck's boss you're going to end up in a ditch somewhere and we're Seems just going to make that happen. Very Negan from The Walking Dead sort yeah, of style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah hello fuck you <laughs> hope you die and, and like yeah the twin sisters are amazing they're, they're a lot of fun they are in that same kind of category as well sort of like that man- manipulative Psychopaths, yep. like, you know, but with charisma. Yep. So really interesting. Like, they, I, I love the characters in Far Cry. They're really, really good. They're really strong. Yep. That's always been their strength. And it, it, it actually kind of a like, it makes me feel a little bit disappointed about the main character, though, your character that you play as, because they don't talk. Yep. Uh, you only see the character modeling in the menus, uh, yep. and you see maybe their hands at best. And it's kind of like it feels like you're on a roller coaster. You're on a roller coaster and you, you're kind of experiencing it rather than actually playing it. Yeah. So you do get... Um, and that's weird in an open world game, right? This huge, big open world and it's fucking massive. Mm. Uh, it just feels like you're not completely in control of everything. You you just... It's like, hey, you get to carry this guy from here to here and then follow this pathway that we've set out for you. Well, it's kind of interesting because in Far Cry 3 and 4, you played as an actual character with a name and a voice and everything. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of interesting that they're going into this route, but this route. But yeah. maybe they'll, you know, with future release of Far Cry games, they'll let you see. They'll actually let you have choices in, uh, in cutscenes and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and like, well, this one the, you're simply referred to as Captain, so they keep calling you the Captain, so some sort of military background, but it's never really, like, it's really sort of surface level stuff. Yeah. You get to, to meet all of these characters and people, and they talk at you, but you never really respond to them, and that's just like this weird disconnect between you and the game. You don't feel part of it. 
especially when we, we look at like really great character games from last year. Mm. So God of War, Red Dead Redemption, like Spider Man, Spider well Spider Man, <laughs> yes. But you you saw those characters, you saw who they were, you saw them interact. They had brilliant voice acting, all the rest of it. So you felt part of that experience, even though the character wasn't your fucking name. Yeah. So I, I yeah I, I think there's some some tweaks they need to do. I'd like to see them do like you know. Far Cry 3 was such a huge hit because yep. it was so different. It was this big step forward and then they went sideways step with Far Cry 4 and then sideways step with Far Cry 5 and it seems to have just been like this they've, they've been happy to sit in this really nice field of making things look slightly prettier yep. by using that same format and I think they just need I'm waiting for them to to make that next big leap what to about, something uh, new. What about Blood Dragon? That's a fan favourite. Blood Dragon is great because they broke the mold. You know, it, that was a great spin-off of the Far Cry 3 series, right? Yeah. So they had Far Cry uh, 3, they had Blood Dragon. They had Far Cry 4, they had Primal, yep. which was you know, not as great as Blood Dragon, but you know, it's still pretty fun. And now they have Far Cry 5 and New Dawn. And I just I feel like it's got like the second ones have, have gone down in quality since, uh, since Blood Dragon. And probably my final question before you have your, your overall score. Yeah. How does the post-apocalyptic world for Far Cry New Dawn compare to, say, the likes of Fallout? The actual world itself. Oh, look, from what I've experienced of Fallout and what I've experienced of Far Cry New Dawn, I think the world is prettier. Like, it, it is super pretty. Don't, don't get me wrong, like, I might be upset about a bunch of the stuff with the game itself, yep. but it looks pretty. It looks good. It plays good. The combat is exactly the same. The fire mechanics, I know that that's oh, one, yeah. one of the big ones. You throw a Molotov cocktail and it sets fire to things. It spreads more naturally now, and it, and it actually will catch fire, and you can trap yourself in rooms by, you know, just having this fire spread everywhere. It's really good. Like, so that kind of stuff's great. Um, like, going underwater and swimming, like, all those things, those mechanics that they they do really well, they've done again, and they've done it well again, and they've made it look prettier. So I think they keep upping the ante as far as the looks are concerned. I just worried that they, they're missing that core piece in the story, yep. which is enabling the the player to feel part of the game yeah so yeah that that's 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 my main gripe for it so but yeah fallout 76 by comparison is a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> well the good thing as well with compared to fallout uh, with this game you can play the entire uh, campaign for far cry new dawn co-op yes so you can. that is uh, i've played uh, far cry 5 co-op with uh, our friend zach yeah uh, and it is outstanding in co-op yeah, look, I can imagine it'll be great fun. There's a lot of vehicles that you can get in this game that you can build. You, you're doing a lot of foraging for stuff, so you're finding just gears and duct tape lying around everywhere. Yeah, um, building up your base, uh, building up, um, you know, building access to all sorts of guns and and vehicles. There's a lot of like two player kind of vehicles. So armored cars with turrets on the top, and yeah. there's a like a three wheel a motorcycle with a turret on the back of it too, which is pretty fun. All right. Normally, you get to go around with like a companion. Yep. So you've got a roster of companions that you can select from, and they're fun, but they've got some really stupid. Like, they work really well for most of the time, but then there's ten percent of the time where they just go Rah! and like <laughs> run into the middle of like a hail of bullets, and it's just it's a real like seems to make really stupid decisions at inopportune times, and then they're lying on the ground going, "Ah, I'm dying! Help me!" And like, the fuck, dude. So yeah. I might need to get a copy and play some cart with you. I think you will. Yeah, it look, a lot of fun. I've, I've enjoyed playing this game. And again, thank you to Ubisoft for, uh, for sending us a copy. That's been uh, super awesome. Um, yeah, look, it is Far Cry. 
It is exactly what you'd expect from Far Cry Five. Yep. And I suppose if I'm if I'm having to give it a score, we're doing our scores for yep. these now. All right. We're doing a scoring system. We're going to base it out of five stars. So because whatever reasons. Because it's half of nerd, and there's only two of us. There we go. <laughs> it's maths reasons, that's why. So I'm going to give this a, a three and a half out of five. Yep. Very playable. If you love Far Cry, if you love Far Cry 5, you're going to love this as well. Yep. It is more of the same. It is exactly what you'd expect it to be. That's why I probably marked it down a little bit, because I was expecting more. Yep. I was expecting a little step up in, in gameplay and uh, in immersement in the world. And I, I didn't really get that, so I'm yeah marked it down a, a, a couple of points for that, but three and a half. Yeah, groovy. Well, we've got some questions to go through there, Fuzzy. Sure. Question number one is from MAJ from the Super Movie Brothers. Okay. Are you excited for Respawn's Apex Legends? Do you think it helps that it's in the Titanfall universe, given that there's no mechs in the game, or that could or that it could hurt it? Either way, I just want to check out Titanfall and Titanfall Two among my favorite games this gen and in the shooter genre in general. Uh, so to fuckers. answer that question, yes, no, and we love this game. So, look, I love that. I love this game, but I would like because it's set in the Titanfall universe. Yep. I, I just it's such a tease. It makes me want to play Titan uh, like in a Titan. Yeah. And Titanfall Two, great game. It's out there for like five bucks now. Yep. You can like get it five for, or seven bucks or something. You can get it sale, super yeah. cheap. So if you want to do that, go and play that. I know that the devs played it with the mechs in the game, yep. um, and then they they actually decided not to have them in the, in Apex because the balancing was all over the place. Yep. So, you know, whatever. But you know, just saying it's in the Titanfall Two universe, it, yeah, I don't know. It just feels like a bit of a it's a tease. A okay. Tease. But yeah, great game. Love it, Dave. Play it immediately. Cool. And the last one we've got is from Tristan saying, "I finished Ghost Recon Wildlands the other day, and while it was enjoyable in parts, and the world was, uh, while it was enjoyable in parts, the world was super boring. It made me think of Ubisoft games I've played. The game worlds are well put together, look good, run well, but they are just bland." Yes, yes, yes. See my previous 10 minutes of ranting about Far Cry to exactly mirror those comments. (laughs) Uh, So he also said, uh, Ubisoft seemed to suck at environmental storytelling. They appear to just be cut and paste with total interchangeable with another. I don't necessarily agree with that. Why? Like, I I mean, I I think... Well, I know you love uh, uh, Ghost Recon. Yes, so the the map of Ghost Recon Wildlands I found incredible, and especially with the, the DLCs that you get in the game, depending on what regions you're in, yes. depends on the enemy types you fight. So if you're in a dense, dense jungle, even in free DLC, you got to fight the fucking Predator. Yeah, but that was the best thing to happen in the game. How much was time. the DLC for the Predator? Free. Oh, okay. That's yeah. right. Um, if you were out in these sort of the, the Salt Lakes areas, of course there's, there's you know a couple of miles of nothing, yeah. But that is the worst place to actually have enemy attention because they're just in helicopters chasing you down, shooting you in the air. It's it's incredibly hard to hide in that environment or to get away. I, I, look, I, think, yeah, I don't really think works. he's arguing about the environments. He's saying he's agreeing with you. The environments are pretty. It's just how you interact, how you feel part of that. And I don't feel like it feels like you're there, but like I don't know, just not entirely with that place. If that makes sense, you're not t- entirely interacting with it. It's like you're a participant in something rather than actively making an impact on it. so Yeah, see, I found, not necessarily with Ghost Recons, I found I, I really enjoyed everything with Ghost Recon. I know you did. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't say a bad word about it because you'll fucking punch me. <laughs> and you've got some big beefy man arms at the moment. Yeah. Yep. Mr. 300 bench press, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, I, I think, yeah, look, uh, there, there are some really great aspects to these games. Um, 
I, I couldn't finish uh, Ghost, Ghost Recon. Yep. I played it a few times. I played it when it was in open beta, and then uh, you lent me a copy as well. Yep. And I, I yeah, I, I didn't really get much further than a few hours of game time in either, either playthrough. So, Ooh, all right. Yeah. We, we think very, very differently about these things. So. That's very true. Well, Fuzzy, what have we got next week for episode 17? Boy, oh boy, wowee, the new games keep coming. Uh, We've got a couple of new games to review next week. Um, So I'm going to be reviewing the brand new game, Crackdown 3, brought to you by Terry Crews in association with Terry Crews' pecs and Terry Crews' biceps. Uh, And and Microsoft Games and Xbox (laughs) Australia. Thank you very much. Yeah, like if you've seen any advertising for it, you will know that Terry Crews is in this game because he's fucking all over it. Even did an ad for JB Hi-Fi the other day. It was really weird. So yeah, Terry Crews is, I'm going to call it Terry Crews' Crackdown 3 because it is. Fair enough. And I will be reviewing the uh, anime explosion of a video game, Jump Force. Ooh. Being the giant Dragon Ball Z fan I am, I want to have it all go. Play the Yu-Gi-Oh guy. Man, he cool. Don't be dissing Yami Yu-Gi. Frick, <laughs> <laughs> I got some cards. <laughs> yeah. And then some guy like cracks him in the head with an axe or something. No. I don't know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm clear on the mechanics. That'll be Shaking Not Nerd. Uh, sorry, not Shaking Not Nerd. Shaking Not Nerd next week with Terry Chris's Crackdown 3 and <laughs> Jump Force. I... Make sure you also check out our YouTube channel, the yes. uh, the reviews today for uh, Resident Evil 2, the remake, whatever, uh, and Far Cry New Dawn will be out today as soon as you hear this podcast, so make sure you go and check those out. Yep. Uh, as well, next week uh, we'll be releasing the reviews. Uh, almost, they'll probably be already out by the time you hear our next episode, Yep. Uh, but definitely check it out on the YouTube channel. Subscribe because we've got... No people on there at the moment. We're going to get a bunch more, though, so jump on now to make sure you catch up with all of our latest and greatest game reviews for all those new games to tell you whether or not you should spend your hard-earned cash on something coming out. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I have been Duty from signing off. Um, I got nothing. And this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you to never, ever, 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 ever pre-order anything, especially from EA.